Welcome to the Group Practice Exchange Podcast, a podcast for psychotherapy group practice owners. I'm your host, Maureen Warbach. This episode is sponsored by All Call Technologies. All Call Technologies is a HIPAA-compliant virtual receptionist that allows for customized voicemail boxes that can ring to your clinician's cell phones. I use it, and seriously, I love it. Clinicians can call back from their cell phones and have the office number show up, which is an awesome feature. Go to www.allcalltechnologies.com backslash group MHP and put in the code TGPE, that's TGPE, for $50 off your setup. Hey everyone, Maureen here. Today I want to talk about hiring support staff, the whens, the wheres, the whos, and the hows. We'll start with talking about who to hire. And what's really important is that a lot of us, when we are ready to hire support staff, we don't know who we should be hiring. We have all these ideas in our heads of getting rid of phones or getting rid of um, marketing ourselves or tasking things, having an admin assistant or someone doing social media or content management, building our SEO. Um, And so it can get a little overwhelming to figure out how many people we need and who it is that we exactly need to hire. How do we figure out who to look for? And so when it comes to who you need to hire, Um, What I like to suggest is that you take a sheet of paper, you write down all the tasks that you do that you either don't want to do or don't like doing or that someone else can do because your time is worth money and you can pay someone else a little bit less for that, um, for those tasks. And then I take those things and I group them into like tasks because Um, you won't be able to, or it'll be very unlikely that you can find someone who can do all of these tasks. It's nearly impossible to find someone who can do website management and SEO work and that tech stuff on top of, um, you know, making really nice infographics and marketing materials on top of someone who can also answer your phones and do your billing. You're probably going to need multiple people for that. And so when you group those similar tasks into different categories, it'll help you figure out the types of people that you need. So group those things first, and um, it'll give you kind of a sense of, of what you need. Um, my tip here is that one person doesn't fit all needs, and you'll likely need to hire several people. Um, when is it time to hire? Whenever you start to think about it, it probably means that you should have already hired someone. We tend to be um, business owners that try to do as much as possible because of finances, but also because we feel like we know how to do these things better than other people and we have a hard time letting go of all of these aspects of our business. And so by the time we're thinking about letting go of a task, it's likely that we should have been letting go of it two months ago. So when it's time to hire is as soon as possible, before you're overwhelmed or overworked or feeling burnt out. And What that does is it frees up more time for you, which increases your own productivity, which means you'll do better work, which means that you'll have more potential income. You see that ripple effect? So if finances are an issue, you want to find someone who's willing to build up their hours as you grow. Um, I find that although we're a creative bunch, a lot of times we're not very creative when it thing when it comes to obstacles. And and so I like to look at obstacles 
in a different sort of light, trying to find creative ways to work around that. And so um, although you might not be able to hire a social media manager um, who does all of your social media from Facebook ads and um, managing your Facebook and Instagram and Twitter accounts and all of that, um, what you might be able to do is find someone who will do a package deal who will spend five hours a month just doing your social media Facebook account. And that as you see the income increase because of that, you can increase those hours and have her do 10 hours uh, a month or 12 hours a month and include doing Facebook ads at that point or vice versa. Maybe you want to have someone just doing Facebook ads or Google AdWords. But um, the creative way to work around feeling um, like you don't have enough finances to be able to cover that is to find someone who's got some package deals where you can have them for less time and who would be able to build as you're building. So you don't have to look for someone who can, you know, go all in and do all of that work at a full-time sort of pace, but rather someone who can do it at a very small rate and be able to grow with you. So where to find support sort of depends. When you look back at step one, which was who to hire, and you have these categories or these um, groups of different tasks, you'll notice that some might make sense that you can have someone who's virtual and some might make more sense to have someone who's doing these things that are in person or in-house or someone that you can physically meet with every once in a while. And so I start to um, look at those tasks and just note in person or virtual. Is this someone that can do these tasks virtually where I can still feel comfortable with them doing that work without me being able to physically meet them? Um, Or is this a task that I think needs to be done by someone who's in-house? And then um, if it's in person, the way to find people is to either ask other group practice owners. I know that happens a lot in my Facebook group is that when people are looking for um, an in-person or a virtual person is that they ask in the Facebook group to other group practice owners. And a lot of times other group practice owners have someone that they use that they're willing to share or that they're willing to give that information out and really same as when we have clients, word of mouth is usually the best way to find someone who we can trust. So in person, uh, great ways to find them are uh, other Facebook uh, group practice owners or other group practice owners in your area doing a Facebook ad because you can target your area specifically. So people aren't applying to your job that are from you know a different state. Um, you can do job listing sites. Uh, with that, you'll have to be a little bit more careful because people tend to apply that are not nearby and um, you'll spend a little bit of time doing some research and going back and forth with them uh, to potentially not find a good fit. But it's another option out there. And then friends and colleagues. Obviously, they don't have to be group practice owners, but you may have friends or colleagues who know someone who can do that specific thing you need, website management or social media management or doing in-person marketing for you. Um, If you're looking for a virtual, someone who's virtual, you may um, find that a online business management company is helpful. And you can look that up, online business management. Those are companies that kind of do a lot of things in one. And it's um, they may have several people that work for them where one does phones, one does billing, and one does website management. 
So what's nice about those is that you can have a couple of your needs met all in one place. Um, You can also, again, ask other group practice owners who they use. Um, A lot of VA companies, virtual assistant companies, you can Google and find a VA for social media. So I have someone who's a virtual assistant who does all my marketing materials. She Uh, I should say they, they're a sister duo. They go on my website and they'll build web pages and make it look really nice. They'll make any of my uh, workbooks, e-workbooks or uh, things like that, my marketing materials. And then I have someone else who does, a virtual assistant who does my Facebook ads and she builds all of that and makes the sales funnels and all of that fun stuff that I just don't know how to do myself. Um, And so Again, this third section is where to find that support in person or virtual if you need an in-person or virtual person is really starting with other group practice owners because you're going to get someone who other people in your same shoes trust. Lastly is figuring out how to interview. Um, It varies a little bit if you're having an in-house person that you're interviewing versus a virtual assistant. One, because you have more ability to control the work that's being done when it's an in-person, a person who's going to be in-house working at your practice versus someone who is their own business, like a virtual assistant or an online business management company who is contracting work out to your business. So if you're interviewing someone who's going to be working in-house or mostly in-house, um, you want to make sure that you check references and background. You want to make sure that you're transparent about your needs. I would suggest doing a mock-up of their potential job so that they can get a sense of what that would look like. And then what's nice about an in-person person, someone who works in your office, is that they can be trained. It's a little bit more difficult to train someone who's virtual. And so, um, that's it, one of the pros to having someone who's in-house is that you can train them. You can be there as they're figuring out how to work the systems and, and work with what you need them to do versus having someone who is virtual. And so you can you have a higher likelihood of being able to find someone who's maybe new to mental health and be able to train them, although it does take a little bit more work. Um If you're interviewing someone who's a virtual assistant, they need to have more independence. They need to have the skills already in place. And the only sort of training that you'll need to give is on your specific needs, but not how to do it. Um, That, again, is something that's a little bit easier to do if you're hiring someone who's going to be working in-house in your group practice. Um, Again, with virtual assistants, you want them to have more independence and be able to have the skills already in hand for the things that you need them to do. You'll still want to screen them and check for references um, and talk with other current clients. What other group practice owners are using them and what do they say about that virtual assistant or that business? And then looking at their website, is their business website professional? Um, One of the things that I find really important is that since they're virtual assistants, they're doing their work online or virtually, which means that they should have a good website. And if the website isn't clear, if their website doesn't isn't eye-catching and engaging, then it tells me that there's an issue. And although they might not be a website manager, they're still needing to find their clients online virtually. And so if their website isn't clear, concise, and easy to navigate and well thought out, then that's a sign that there's some other issues going on and they might not be the greatest fit. Um, Another important thing to do is to ask for their recent work if it's possible. So if they are doing social media management, 
They can show you um, a couple of other group practice social media accounts and, um, you know, the type of work that they're doing on there. If they are marketing gurus and they're building marketing materials, ask them to show you some of their past um, materials that they've made so you can get a sense of what their style is like. And then ask what you can expect from them. If they're a virtual assistant, it means that they're their own business and that they have been doing this and that they have a set way of how they do whatever task it is that you're asking them to do. So ask them what you can expect. Are they going to be available Monday through Friday? Are they going to only be available during certain hours of the day? Um, will it take, you know, the tasks that you give them, will it take them uh, at least one week every time? Or can you expect that they'll give you, they'll finish tasks that you give them within a day or two? Um, how will they expect you to give them the information in terms of what they need to be doing? Is there a certain um, platform that you guys are going to be using? So ask what you should expect from them so that you don't feel like they're not meeting it a week into you hiring them. All right. So um, let's recap here. So we talked a little bit about who to hire and I suggested to write down all the tasks that you do that you don't like doing, that you're not really great at, that you think someone else can do better um, and start listing and grouping them into similar items so that you can categorize it. Then in terms of when to hire, it usually means that if you're thinking about it, it's time to hire. We're people that tend to wait too long in our line of business. I don't know why, but this is kind of the common thread that I see. And that if finances are an issue, find someone who has packages that are from small to large because that allows you to grow with them. Um, where to find that support is if you're looking for uh, in-person, in-office people or virtual assistants, ask other group practice owners. You can do Facebook ads or look up other VA companies. You can do job listings or ask friends and colleagues, especially if you're looking for in-person, in-office um, admin or support staff. Interviewing an in-person, um, a clinician or a, a admin who's going to be working in your office is one of the things you can think about is that they can be trainable, that you want to check references and backgrounds, make sure that you're transparent about your needs, and do a mock-up of their job potential so that they can see what you're expecting of them. If you're interviewing someone for a virtual assistant position, you have to know that they need to have those independent skills and that they know what they're doing. You can't be training them on how to do the work. You're gonna. The only things you want to be training them on is how to use your platforms or use the things that you are using in your group practice, but not how to actually do the work. Um, you still want to screen them and check for references, ask other group practice owners who are using these virtual assistants, how they feel about it, if their website is professional or not, um, and ask for recent work um, that lets you know kind of what to expect in terms of the work that they're doing and how it looks. All right, guys, hopefully this helps you come up with an idea of how to hire support staff and what to look for and how to get ready for that. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Group Practice Exchange